Hello and welcome to the Managing Uncertainty Podcast. This is Brian Strausser, Principal and Chief Executive here at Bright Path. And in episode 195, I want to take a look back at some writing that I did three years ago on April 20th, 2020, where I was asked by a good friend of mine, what did I think the new normal was going to look like with COVID-19? If you think about April 2020, we were like six to eight weeks into the pandemic, at least here in the United States. I realize other parts of the world were impacted by this much earlier. But in the U.S., it was March 2020 that we really saw the rapid onset of COVID and a lot of actions that were taken by governments and public health and others and companies in response to this. In April 2020, in response to this question, I wrote some things. It's interesting to look back at this three years later and look at what has become true and what maybe hasn't become true. What's really interesting to me to look at this is that I didn't say a word about vaccines in April 2020. Although we now know, looking back, that Moderna had already designed their vaccine by that point in time. We just didn't know that yet. And we would have been flabbergasted to learn that that had actually happened. What I wrote in April 2020 was this, that things weren't going to go back to normal, at least not in the same way that things were prior to COVID, that we were headed into a new normal, and that some of this would be good, and some of this we were just not going to like. That I thought leaders and organizations, the private sector, the public sector, the nonprofits, that they were going to face hard decisions in 2020 on current and upcoming challenges. And that those challenges would include a few particular themes. That we would have new team structures that arose from having to work remotely. That we would have new rules and norms for leading. That we would make significant investment decisions around collaborative technology and processes. We would have a new idea about what always on meant for leaders because we had already been working from home in many cases. And that these lines between personal and professional would blur even more than they already had. That we would have different and maybe tighter productivity rules. That we would see companies that were faced with liquidity challenges and would have to adjust. That we would have a new operating or a new working model that would look very different when we got back to the phase of how do we return to the office, to the plant, to the job. And that those would be different. And the customer transparency had really shifted that we were seeing a lot more, even radical transparency than we did before. And the post-COVID, this was going to look really different. And customers would expect that to continue. But would it in the post-COVID era? That we were going to see significant mental health challenges as the crisis went on. To some extent, we were already seeing this already a month or six weeks into this work from home reality that we had in April 2020, but that we would continue to see the impacts of that for time to come. And that we wouldn't, what would we know about when it was time to go back to the office or to the plant or to the job site? We would probably see a declined, sustained decline in cases, that public health response would shift to a more relaxed posture, and that we would see broader availability of testing. And then what would that new normal look like? And I said that part of the new normal would really depend on what are the decisions that organizations would make about these challenges. The other part would depend on what restrictions that government put into place, 
what requirements would they have for the workplace when the time came to return to the office, to the job, to the plant? And we had questions. Does everyone go back at once? Do we go back in stages? Would there be personal protective equipment or social distancing requirements? Would masks be required? What type and who would provide them and how much, how and when must they be worn? How would the collaboration and operating models change for your organization based on the challenges that I listed here? What do companies they want to, what do companies want to adopt from the work from home era of COVID? And will only people with negative tests or positive antibody tests be allowed to return to work? And then I predicted that beyond the work challenges that I didn't think we would see major sporting events, concerts, maybe even in-person school return in 2020. Movie theaters and such were probably not coming back anytime soon either. That was my thought on what the new normal would look like. And I, I prefaced this by saying I wasn't trying to be all-encompassing. I was thinking about this in terms of what the workplace was going to, to look like. My friend immediately came back to me and said, you know, when you reflect on this two years later, would you believe that there were 200 million, 210 million doses of vaccine given by this point in time two years later? And I would have said no. Like it simply didn't believe that that would have been scientifically capable than before. So reflecting on this three years later, it's interesting how much of this I think came true and how much of this we're also still struggling with about the new operating model years later. It's different. It's probably different for me to think about this as CEO of a smaller company. I'm at about eight employees as I record this in April 2023. And although half my team is concentrated here in Minnesota, maybe perhaps a little bit by chance, um, we have hired talent where the talent is based and we haven't shied away from from hiring folks without having met them in person and knowing that they're fully working remotely as a part of the team that has worked really well for us i know that's a lot more difficult for larger organizations where leaders have to adapt to this new operating model we've definitely seen this impact on how we think about office space in a pretty significant way several of our clients have or are in the process of making significant downsize moves in relation to their offices throughout the world. One of our clients is in the process of exiting about 300,000 square feet in New England and moving to a 45,000 square foot office, which they think will satisfy their needs for quite some time because people are simply not coming to work. Some of our clients here in the Twin Cities metropolitan area are cutting their real estate portfolio by more than half. Because again, folks are simply not coming into the office the way that they used to years ago. I'm curious what your thoughts are about three years into COVID, how these predictions and maybe your own predictions from March and April 2020 have held true. Post a note in our resiliency group, or our, sorry, our Facebook group for resilience professionals. Uh, but I'm curious what your reflections are three years in and how you think COVID will continue to these lessons learned from COVID will continue to impact your business for the years to come. That's it for this edition of the Managing Uncertainty podcast. We'll be back next week with another new episode. Be well.